Welcome to Open Access. I'm Tamara Young-Allen. We're excited today because this is our guest's first appearance on the podcast. So welcome to Commissioner Allison Clements, who is here to discuss FERC's efforts to gather public comment on establishing a new Office of Public Participation and her first few months at FERC. Thanks, Tamara. It's great to be here. You've been at FERC since December, yet you've jumped in feet first to lead this public comment effort on establishing the new Office of Public Participation. Tell us why you feel this is such an important effort for you and for FERC. Sure, and thanks, Tamara, for taking the time to ask questions on what I do think is an important topic. Uh, the Office of Public Participation is an office that Congress envisioned back in 1978 uh, as part of revisions to the Federal Power Act that would pr- assist members of the public in accessing some of the commission's technical and oftentimes less than transparent uh, proceedings. And several years ago as a stakeholder, I worked with public interest organizations and actually signed on to a petition to advocate that the commission go ahead and set up this office. And so it's really come full circle for me. And I'm honored that Chairman Glick has given me the opportunity to take a role uh, leading on the initiative. And in my mind, the goal of the office um, is not to uh, necessarily change the the proceedings that exist at the commission, but to provide an opportunity to have more voices heard in those proceedings in a way that makes the commission's decision-making process stronger and more durable. So the public outreach in which you and the Office of Public Participation team have been engaged is a very different approach to the commission's work than what FERC has done in the past in that we have hosted a series of listening sessions and a commissioner-led public workshop. And this is being implemented during COVID. For those who are not familiar with this outreach effort, can you please explain this process? Sure. I think we've uh, taken, attempted, uh, the staff team that is working on this um, principally, we've attempted to ensure that we're using a lot of ways to Uh, seek public input because part of the problem is that actually intervening in commission proceedings is an unknown process to a lot of people who don't have access to uh, FERC lawyers and who don't have access even to the internet if they live in rural communities impacted by infrastructure decisions. So um, we've consulted with other government agencies who are more experienced at this kind of um, public input process. And as a result, we've had, we are in the process of holding six listening sessions, which are on the record opportunities for members of the public to speak, um, for a few minutes each, uh, without having to, you know, register on, on FERC e-library and submit, um, written comments in the form that FERC usually accepts them. What have you learned from this process so far? Do you have any observations or first impressions after hearing the public's concerns? I've been really surprised. I've paused several times over the last few months to reflect on um, the the experiences that people have had and, and the trouble that some people have had engaging with the commission. Uh, what has been the most encouraging to me is the fact that although people have felt discouraged or disenfranchised in the past relative to their experiences with the commission, they have been really thoughtful in terms of the recommendations that they've made. They've turned those experiences into, is into productive recommend, recommendations that the commission can follow uh, in, in establishing this office via its charge. So once the commission has collected all the comments from this outreach effort, what comes next? 
Sure. Well, as I mentioned, we've now held a total of six Office of Public Participation input sessions, a commissioner-led workshop, and we've had an open comment period throughout that time um, for written comments to be submitted. And I think it's really great that through the FERC staff's really strong efforts, we've held four listening sessions during the day, one in the evening, and we are about to hold another in Spanish. And uh, we have this report now due by June 25th of this year to indicate the commission's status and progress on the office. And certainly via all of those mechanisms for input, we now have a high volume of comments to process uh, and to, to analyze in order to try and come up with the best plan to submit back um, to the Appropriations Committee. The public submitted really helpful feedback for us to consider from small scale to, to bigger picture recommendations. And um, we're looking forward to really trying to support rural communities, landowners, and consumers where they are through this effort. Um, and I'll also mention that coming next um, related to the Office of Public Participation in some ways is, or at least complementary to, is the chairman's announcement in February of this year that the commission is going to be bringing on a new senior position focused on ensuring environmental justice and equity concerns are given full consideration. So there's a lot happening around issues related to public interaction with the, the agency, and we're certainly staying busy on that front. With the time we have left, let me switch gears a little bit. Again, you're new to the commission, having joined in December. As you know, we are still working remotely, so you haven't had the opportunity to work physically in your office and have face-to-face -face interaction with FERC staff. Working remotely has been strange enough for those of us who've been around FERC for a while. How has this experience been for you? It's been a really great experience so far. I'm, I'm honored to play the role of a commissioner uh, along with the, the four other members of the FERC Commission. And I think since Chairman Glick uh, was appointed in his new role, we've really hit the ground running. So there's been a lot going on and that helps us to forget that we're, we're not all together in person. You know, I think my daughters are really great uh, young coworkers, but I'd really rather be uh, in person with my team of impressive advisors and assistants. So hopefully we'll get that chance soon. Aside from the work you're doing on the Office of Public Participation, are there other things that you are particularly interested in pursuing during your time here at FERC? Sure. There's just so much going on in the world, and the role of the commission is to ensure uh, reliable and affordable electricity while all of this change is happening at a fast pace, including the increasing amount of um, natural disasters, wildfires, drought that we were worrying about uh, as we come into this summer, as well as um, um, extreme weather events as we just experienced last month in Texas. So there's a lot going on and, and that requires uh, fo focus and priority on market, desi market design efficiency to transmission system planning and cost allocation to cybersecurity. And uh, the commission is already exploring a lot of these issues as I come on board and I'm looking forward certainly to digging in deeper as we get going. Any surprises so far about FERC and or your experiences as a commissioner? Uh, every day, I think, is a, is a surprise. Something new takes place. I have to say I'm really impressed by the commission staff. They really are remarkable in terms of their expertise and their commitment to the work. So um, that might not be that surprising, but it's certainly been enjoyable. Great. Very interesting. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Commissioner Clements. And thanks for all the work you've done on the Office of Public Participation. I hope we'll get to chat with you again soon on a future podcast. Thanks, Tamara. It's been a pleasure. 
Thanks so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening today. FERC is an independent regulatory agency that oversees the interstate transmission of electricity, natural gas, and oil, reviews proposals to build interstate natural gas pipelines and liquefied natural gas terminals, and oversees the licensing of non-federal hydropower projects. FERC protects the reliability of the high-voltage interstate transmission system through mandatory reliability standards, and it monitors interstate energy markets to ensure that everyone in those markets is playing by the rules. Unless otherwise noted, the views expressed in these podcasts are personal views and do not necessarily express the views of individual commissioners or the commission as a whole. The podcast is a production of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission Office of External Affairs. We'll be updating our posts when we've got news, so be sure to check out our website, www.ferc.gov, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn to find out when our next podcast airs.